Now, for those watching, you'll notice that I'm wearing headphones. I'm recording from home now. I've come back to home. I'm trying to work out where that hum. There was that really annoying hum for a couple of episodes. And I didn't know because I don't wear headphones when I usually record this at home. So I had to go to office work. I just had to buy me a little headphone jack. Oh, so handsy and professional. Such a DIYer. And then I put it in this funny contraption looking thing that does all the audio, which a friend bought for me. It was like, buy this. This will do your podcasting. Right. Oh, I think my level's... My levels are a bit high. Are they? Hello, hello, levels, levels, levels. Okay. Let's settle for there. Oh my God. I just had to do like some quick movements and I'm really puffed. Well, let me just go a little bit higher. There we go. This isn't going to make any sense because at the end I do this thing called compressing the audio and it makes it all the same level. So I really should have adjusted the levels maybe after. The, hold on, or I mean before. I'm so out of concentration. My name's Complete Drew. <laughs> Sorry. Um, my name's Christian. This is Complete Drivel. Oh Jesus Christ! Talk about flustered. Um. Okay, what are we talking about today? So, I want to talk. Oh, is it being funny? I'm hearing glitches. Oh, anyway. Oh, press on. How boring. It's a minute twenty-five of absolute complete rubbish. But that's the name of the podcast. I'm going to talk about my trip to Fraser Island in January. I went on a holiday for a week to the largest sand island in the world. Is it in the world? It's just made of sand. The island is just sand. Like, it's no dirt, no nothing. It's sand. Um, it's, it's quite large. It's off the coast of Queensland. And some friends of mine were going. And I don't like nature. And it's the most nature island ever. There's so much gross nature. And there was a few episodes I had there. Talk about that. Um, Christmas shopping. Uh, hmm, that's a bit old. Controversial. Uh, well, that's all I've got written down. Really, don't have many ideas, do I? No. So I um recently got on a train. I know, disgusting. Who catches public transport? Yuck. <laughs> Sorry to everyone who catches public transport. I hate it. Um, uh, I was getting on a train. I was going from the airport to home. This is in Sydney. And we've got these train seats in Sydney, we do, um, that you can change direction. Like you push one, you push the like top little bit and it changes the direction it's going in. So if, if you, you know, it matches the train essentially. And I was sitting at one and we were, we were the, the seat I was on, there was a seat of three and it was facing the way the train was going. And then the set of three seats in front of me was also facing the way the train was going. And some, this is so confusing. I just realized how confusing this is. Somebody got on and changed the seat in front of me so that it was facing me. So essentially it looked like a little booth of six people. And I was like, that's really rude. I don't want a booth of six people. And then um, then they sat in the seat behind that. This is so confusing. Jesus Christ, this podcast is complete drivel today. Um, and th- So they sat in the seat facing the other direction and they only had a seat of three and not a pot of six. So essentially what they were doing was she saw a pot of six and then was like, I'm going to sit here and then moved the seat so she was in a pot of three and I was in a pot of six. Oh my God, this is so boring. But this was just, it really pissed me off. And I was like, excuse Well, I didn't say this. In my head, I was like, you bitch. Like, I was here first. 
this no I don't want I don't want to sit with a bunch of randoms I don't know and so I was like I if I move it back then she's back in a pot of six again that she didn't want and I was like well no uh what do I do so I got up and I moved seats that was just like it was it was really I thought it was really rude I was wow that's actually when I say it out loud and try and describe to you what it is there are bigger issues in my life going on than whether or not I spend four minutes on a train in a pot of six that's empty by the way there was no one else in it and no one else would have sat in there anyway it was literally a train in the middle of the workday. Well, thanks for listening to this great episode. It's a quick one. No, I'm joking. Um, God, that was so boring. Anyway, people, this is why I don't catch public transport. People, I just, I just find them so infuriating. They're so disrespectful and they don't, they, they talk loudly on the phone. They'll open packets of chips next to you and chew and crumbs fall on you. They, oh my God, when they put a bag on the seat. And they don't move it. And there are people standing around. In Melbourne, we've got a great tram network. So the trams are nowhere near as big as trains. So you've got sort of like a minimal amount of seating. And there was this lady. She would have been maybe in her mid-50s. And she just had a backpack. And it was sitting on the chair next to her. And then this older lady got on. And I was like, I was standing. And I was like, do you not see this old lady? Your bag is on a chair. Your bag is taking up a chair. You little, you stupid woman. Like I wanted to like, excuse me, move your bag. Anyway, this old lady, oh man, she was great. So she got on, no thanks given. She literally walked up to the seat. The lady still didn't move her bag. So the old lady sat on her bag. And then the, the other lady goes, um, excuse me. Like like the old woman who sat on her bag was doing something wrong. And the older woman who sat on the bag was like, oh, thank you. Can you move that? And I was like, that's right. That's right, you bitch. Move your bag. Slap her. Oh. Do, you have, do you ever just want to slap people in the face that you don't know? So many times I want to push people over and make sure that they graze themselves. That's a morbid, awful thing to do to someone. But I just find some people are so inconsiderate. Um, and I... See, this is... This is the thing. If you're caught up in your own little world, I still find you obnoxious. You need to be paying attention when you're out in public, right? If you're on your phone and you're walking along, at least have the decency to realise that you're on your phone walking along and you might be walking in people's way or walking too slowly, right? Because if you're that spatially aware, you'll make sure you're not in people's way. Or people that walk really slowly and dawdle on a, like, really tiny sidewalk. No, no, have enough awareness that this is not the place to be dawdling. This is the place to be walking briskly so that everyone can get past or get through or you're not being a real pain in the asshole. There was once a lady um, who, this is when I worked in Adelaide. Now, if you're familiar with Adelaide, they've got this giant like strip mall. It's massive. Um, I forget what it's called. It's embarrassing. There's the mall's balls there, which is a beautiful sculpture of two balls. And um, they were doing some work on it. So literally the entire strip section of the mall, which is where everyone walks, was blocked. Apart from like literally two tiny little bits on either side, which would virtually allow one person foot traffic, like single file foot traffic. Um, but, but 
this is what pissed me off the most is when you go into that single foot traffic zone, which would have been about 50 metres, no, 20 metres, right? You would know this is not a time to window shop because there is no room for anyone to get past you if you stop. And there would be people window shopping and they could literally go into the store and look at the product but they would rather do it outside and I this is when I consciously made an effort to be like to have my voice and problems heard like to be that grumpy 80 year old man that doesn't care about what other people feel or think and I would walk up to them and I'd be like oh excuse me oh my god excuse me and like bump into them and really like push them out of the way But it would get to a point now, I think now as a 31-year-old, I would have been about 28 when I did that. Now as 31, I would say, I I would explain to them, excuse me, are you aware this is a single file, like section of footpath that you're blocking? Like, are you that much of a moron that you can't see the people around you and the havoc you are causing? People who don't realise, oh, like, here's another one. When people get off the plane... And oh, it's, it's like, it's sweet and lovely when they get off the plane and their loved ones are there and their loved ones run up to them and hug them, except they do it right in the section where you're trying to get out onto the, like into the airport. So they're blocked and they've got bags and luggage and the whole thing is blocked and you can't actually get from like the gangplank into the airport because the family or they're hugging and like, this is lovely. Okay, and then you give them about 10 seconds to realise, okay, now let's move. And they don't move and they have a conversation. They take selfies. Get the fuck out of the way, you inconsiderate pricks. This is a public space where there is high foot traffic and you're standing in the way. Oh, what about shopping centres? One lady with a trolley going down, the other lady with a trolley going up. Oh, they haven't seen each other in 24 hours. But they feel they need to have a conversation in the middle of the aisle with the trolley's touching each other like next to each other blocking the entire aisle nothing shits me off more I just I know I recently did uh, an episode where it was things that really piss me off and someone commented on under the video and said oh how about you do your videos are so negative how about you do something that makes you happy one nothing makes me happy I'm a cold soulless ice-hearted bitch and two nobody cares about things that make you happy. I find it more therapeutic to watch someone just complain and whinge about things because I cannot relate to that more. Like, nothing makes me happy. Here's a video about things that make me happy. My my family. That'll be it. My friends and no food. Actually, there are some... Let's go through things that make me happy. Different types of cheeses on a beautiful cheese platter. Um, I'm really thirsty. Water makes me happy. Um, I just need to, one sec, I'm just going to go get a drink. I know I should have, oh, ow, hold on. I get like, I, I don't think people realise it can be really hard to, am I yelling? Oh, it doesn't sound like I'm yelling when I put my headphones on. It can be really hard to talk for like, oh, we've been talking for 11 minutes, 30, hold on. It's really hard just talking a lot. My life's so difficult. I sit on my butt and talk. <laughs> um, things that make me happy. Complaining. Oh, God. Complaining and whinging is like the greatest thing in life. Um, food and family. The three Fs. Food, family and friends. Although I keep my friends to a minimum. 
because I don't like social interaction. Um, what else makes me happy? Oh, sleeping. Oh my god. Sometimes I climb into bed and it's just like there's I almost there's just such a euphoric feeling. I imagine it would it would be like that moment after not having heroin for a while and really searching for it and you finally get some. That oh feeling. Like I get into bed and I'm like, oh I've missed you. Those are the things that make me happy. I know I'm really bitter. Like I get that. I'm really I just I love I, um, I'm just trying to think. No, see, I used to be the person that would withhold everything and and love everybody and and pretend to be great and like okay with everything. I don't know if I did a great job of pretending to love everything, but now I just I really like I don't care. I just don't care. I yell at random people on the street. I yelled at that woman in the in the car. I yelled at. The dude who stole the chair. I just don't care. I think I need to be careful for safety reasons, though. Um, I can't just yell at random people. Because one of these days they'll, like, return the favour and yell at me and I'll cry. I will get so upset if someone yells at me. I'd be so horrified. My biggest thing is just making sure everyone around me doesn't find me annoying. And I'm talking more general public than friends and family. Friends and family find me painfully annoying. I mean, they have to listen to this voice every time I visit them. But like general public, like when I'm on a footpath, I'm watching everyone and seeing, making sure they can get past, making sure there's no one behind me, making sure there's no bikes that I'm blocking. You know, I'm being as courteous as humanly possible. Because I, I just, nothing makes me more frustrated than a slow walker when there are people trying to get, I just, I can't, even the elderly, I just have no patience for them. <sighs> okay, let's let's talk about Fraser Island. Let me whinge to you more about my holiday in Fraser Island. It was beautiful. We stayed at a, a great resort and uh, beautiful setting, beautiful environment. We did some four-wheel driving and I, I had a great time. The one thing, though, that I would like to change is the fact that there is just so much nature. And it was like, more animals. Like, it was great. And the comfort of my little resort with air conditioning was my favourite part of the whole experience. Um, so, anyway, to get to Fraser Island, you have to get a barge. It's, um, you know, so I got on a plane. <gasps> I Got on a light plane. No, that was on the way home. I had to get on a really small plane. Now, I don't like flying and it was, like, at the best of times, flying for me, I have my little section. Like, when I get on a plane, I always book, section, like, seat 29 or 30A and I sit at the back where I feel, for some reason, the safest. Many people are like, that's not the safest. Uh, no, I know it's not. I just feel the safest in that spot. If I'm not sitting in that spot, it's not familiar and I'm anxious. And also, not many people sit up the back. So, I've always got a seat next to me, which is so great. Especially when you're a little bit of a fatty. So, I've got that. And so, um, on the way up was was fine. Uh, so, I was on the way back when I got a, into a small plane. And, like, because... Oh. And, and I texted my father, who worked for Qantas for, like, 45 years. And I said, Dad, I'm getting on a, a small plane. Like, I'm, I'm really scared. Can you give me any words of advice? And he texts back, well, how many seats does it have? And I'm like, well, I'm, I think I'm in like row 20. <laughs> and he's like, no, I wasn't in row 20. I was, I was in like row 15 or 19 or whatever. 19, 19, 19. There were 74 seats. 
Yeah, I was like, he's like, how many seats? And I, I worked it out and I was like, there's about 74. And he goes, sorry, 74? I'm like, yeah, I know, right? Scary. And he goes, dude, that's not a light plane. First of all, my dad definitely didn't say dude. He was like, mate, that's not a light plane. I'm like, um, I'm sorry, this plane has propellers, not engines. Therefore, it is classified as a light plane. And he goes, no, don't stress. It's actually not a light plane. And I'm like, Dad, I can see it. I'm looking at it. It is small. And he's like, no, 74 seats is a normal, is a, is a, it's on the small side, but it's definitely not a light plane. I'm like, Dad, we're not having this argument now. I'm getting onto a light plane and I'm scared. My bag doesn't fit in the overhead cupboard. They've, the check-in thing that they, they've had to like, put a tag on it, they have to now take it down and take it somewhere else. I'm scared. Give me some words of advice. And of course, did he reply to that text message? No, he didn't. Very dramatic. This was like... Anyway, anyway so we get to the island. Um, get on the barge, get on the boat. Beautiful ride. We see turtles, stingrays. Um, get there. First thing I do is check into the hotel and turn the air conditioning on. Um, I, I liked my room to be a nice, chilled 19 degrees. And the outside it was like 40 and then some friends, when they would come into my room, but like, oh my God, it's so cold. Why have you got the air conditioning on? I'm like, because it's 40 outside and it's humid and gross. Also, I have poor blood circulation and I'm fat, so I overheat. So you shut up. If you're hot, I mean, if you're cold, go outside. Stop complaining. Um, I saw a huge goanna. And uh, it was like a dinosaur. It was like looking at a dinosaur. And I was like, that's okay, because, like, the, the resort was sort of a tiny bit elevated. Like, it was just up on some, like, it was up. It was, like, a metre from the ground. So, the goanna was, like, going underneath things. I was like, you can't get up here. We'll be right. As I watched it climb up one of the poles into the uh, balcony of the bungalow next to me. <laughs> so, that really put me off uh, chilling out on my balcony at all. Um, and then you've got to deal with what's known here in Australia as a march fly, I think, or a horse fly, I believe some people call them. Um, just picture a normal fly twice as big. What could possibly be wrong with that? But then picture the world's biggest ant and imagine it's little pincery doobies, right? Now put those pincery doobies on the march fly. Yes, that is right. They are flying, gigantic, disgusting ant looking flies that pinch you and bite you. And it's not like, oh, a little tiny nip. No, it's like it will physically draw blood. I don't think it draws blood. But it, it it's so painful and they're so loud. So you hear them coming from a mile away. And it's like, you know the episode of Jumanji where they're at the bookshelf and, and you hear like this rumbling. like, And they're all looking and he goes, run, it's a stampede. Well, that's what you hear. You hear this like, and you're like, run, it's one singular march fly. And you're... you're you genuinely tell, like, it, these march flies scare the manliest of all men, such as myself, like, super manly. And so, like, we, there were lots of dingoes on the island. Now, you, a lot of international uh, audience members will be familiar with, a dingo took my baby, right? Because having been on the island, a dingo did take um, Azaria Chamberlain. Oh, 100%. I really think a dingo did. It just makes so much sense. The dingoes on Fraser Island, sadly, one of them mauled a nine-year-old boy and killed him. It's awful. Like, these dingoes are savage. And there's about 150 on the island. And I was, I didn't realise. Like, mum was like, oh, you're going to Fraser Island. Oh, I don't think you should. You'll get, you'll get killed. 
Mum, have a bit of faith. I'm not that bad. And then, um, so we get there and we see the dingoes. And they're like literally cute dogs. They're super cute. And then you realise like all the warning signs. Hey, are you a dumb, stupid tourist that wants to pat a dingo? Yes, I am. Please don't. It will kill you or bite you. Mm, will it though? It looks super cute. No, that's the allure of the dingo. They lure you in with their cuteness and then they eat you. So the young dingoes look, uh, um, they look like they haven't eaten in forever. Like they're these tall, like little puppy looking things that look so emancipated and you can see their ribs, but that's, that's normal for a dingo. And so basically what they do is they're like, I haven't eaten in so long. Feed me. So you're like, that dingo won't hurt me. It hasn't eaten. Here's some food. And then when you give it some food, it doesn't just take the food from your hand. It also takes your hand. And then it eats the rest of you. So um, dingo's bad. So we, uh, the, I was with two of my close friends. Uh, Jen, who always listens to this podcast on her way to work. Trudy, that never has ever listened because she's an unsupportive bitch who hates me. Right? Jen, you can tell Trudy that. Um, I'm not, I don't mind. I don't, actually don't want Trudy to listen. I mean, have you heard some of the stories? So uh, Jen and Trudy were there uh, with me. Um, that's why I was going because I'd already booked this holiday and um, I had to cancel on a previous holiday and I felt bad. I was like, I'll just come with you to Fraser Island. And then I booked the holiday not realising what I was getting myself into. And so anyway, so um, we're sitting on the beach. And it's beautiful. It's just it's beautiful. Like it's a light like lapping because it's not actually a beach that's facing the ocean. The, the, this side of the island was facing the mainland, so you didn't get the huge ocean waves. It was like gentle, calm water with a beautiful sunset. And we're sitting there, and then you just see like tourists on this jetty nearby, like all flocking, and th- their cameras are out. And then you see like people congregating around here, and then you see a dingo. Okay, hold on, my phone, my brothers are here. Hold on. Please welcome to the podcast my brothers who called me and interrupted me. Hello. Okay, hi. So. Um, just hold on one second, just to set the scene. Right now, as I'm doing this, mum and dad are having a garage sale, selling off all my childhood memories. Okay, go. So this person walked up who'd like seen your videos on New Year, right? Yeah. And we got chatting. Me and Tim are standing there talking, being polite young men, you know, that we are. Oh, and bullshit. And he was asking these weird questions like, are you as crazy as your brother? Are you just like your brother? Are you, are you the... And, Jim she was insinuating Um, uh, 
like you can catch it. Like, or if, <laughs> like you, you can you get diagnosed with gay and you, you go catch the gay off. Just imagine you, you calling me up and going, Christian, we caught your disease. You've spread it to us. How do I get rid of it? I've got a bit of a sniffle and some gay feeling. <laughs> I'm really turned on to corduroy right now. What do I do? Uh, oh, I've turned into a freak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stupid. Sorry, that's, like that's really mean. I have no idea what they're saying. They're talking over each other. Yes, um, I'm listening. Uh, no, how did the sale go? Yeah, it was good. Um, they, I was, was waiting to see if anyone turned up from your little advertisement. I told you there was that one person. I was reading out your Facebook comments and thinking, oh, there's not me, because I thought people would just say that's why they were there. Yeah. And this lady looked up at me and gave me a funny smile, and she was like, oh, actually, I did see the video. I was like, oh, no way. Great. As and then, the, yeah. Is much left I over? Think you're trying to sell her hat. Is there much left it's over? much over. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they sold a lot. They moved like a good third of the stuff. Did Dad sell his artifacts? Some of them, yeah. He did, yeah, some of them. Do you know he had, he had paintings of San Francisco from the, like, uh, black and white illustrations? Yeah. yeah they used, San Francisco yes. in the 70s? I just took them home. They look awesome. Yeah, they're really I nice. They used to be on the wall yeah. on the stairs. Oh, I never saw them. Well, I've got them now. <gasps> Thank God he didn't get rid of those. They're so nice. Well, they were trying to sell them, and I was like, why? These are pretty awesome. Why are you getting rid of that? I'll take them. I'll put them up somewhere. They're, they're the two most annoying human beings, because when we were little, they put their record collection on sale and sold a whole bunch of, like, valuable records for 50 cents. Wow. Like Michael Jackson, like original first edition Michael Jackson albums. Really? Oh, mate. So yeah, angry. Oh, don't use that word, but yes. Sorry. More, oh, thing, yeah. yeah, moron. Change the word uh-huh, to morons. <coughs> Crazy. Okay. So what, what's this episode about? Um, I was just a lot of me whinging. No, there's no dick talk in this one. A lot of me whinging, and then my holiday to Fraser Island. Oh, what a dickhead! I know, and thank God you called because I was like desperate for some filler content. Well, what other, what other crazy? I mean. We had it. What other things that actually were interesting? I don't know if you find it interesting. Cut it if it's not. But they had these people. So we went to next door because it was a street garage sale. You know that, right? What do you mean? Yeah, a street. Like, like everyone in the street was was like there was five houses of us selling stuff. And oh, we made it like a fucking. We turned it into like a bazaar, like a market bazaar in Turkey. It was like everyone had their own little shop store. Right. And people were going from like house to house, shop to shop. And the, um, what's her name next door? Andrea. Is that Andrea? Yeah. Um, Andrea, she's really funny. She's like, got, she's got a whole setup. She's the daughter of the guys that live next door, oh, right? Peter and... and uh, no. Yes. Other one, oh, I think. And then, and so... No, Ray and Jim's on the Yeah, it, no, it's not. Oh, no, it's next door. Over. Oh, you are then, Christian, you're right. Yeah, 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 you're right, Christian. Anyway... Riveting conversation. Like, I get out at 6.30am, I'm setting up, and there's people lined up outside the gate that I haven't opened yet. Oh, my God. And, and the guy goes, which gate should I be lining up behind, the big one or the small one? Which one are you opening first? And I think she was like, oh, sorry, I'll just get out the policy book I've got on running a garage sale <laughs> at 14 pen and eight. Like, you know I mean? so, uh, yep, right here it says it. 6.30 a.m., the big gate is open. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it was it's really like, funny, actually. It's like the Black Friday sales. It was. And it's the, like, the antique hunters come out to try and get uh, out that lady who was 
um, she's pretty interesting, but she was um, asking the strangest questions. She oh, like, she was like, how old are you? Oh, you twins. Oh, this no, one's no, a different... Hold on, hold on, hold she on. said to me, oh, but you're a different shape. Wait. I was like... <laughs> That's her saying you're a little bit on the fat side. <laughs> How old are you guys? And I, I always know this is coming. So I'm like, 26. You look much younger than 26. Yes, I know. Um, she goes, twins, brothers. You were twins. Yes, but you're a different shape. Oh, I was like, whoa. Wow. I wish I was there. You had to jump in for me. I wish I, wish I was yeah. there and, and you could have been like, this you is the you would have had Snapchat gold, like honestly. Like, this is the third, the third triplet. Oh, he's a different shape too. <laughs> Are you sure he's not the third and fourth triplet? What did Tim say? Ah, <laughs> uh, let's all make fun of Christian's ways. Or eating healthy from your videos? Yes. Although, yeah, I have. The video was the video was how then you'd go buy the cheese and then you'd buy the. Oh, you know what oh I, I bet. Yeah, I've got oh, salami selfie. <laughs> My dad's anyway. one week on, three weeks off at the moment. Oh. So I go one week on with healthy, and you go so far into healthy that you just don't know how to deal with motivation. And then you do a three week binge. It's yeah. really fun. Oh. My, mine's more along the lines of I went to the gym on January first, and I've never gone back. So did I. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you Snapchat that or post that somewhere? Um. That you've been to the gym? No, I did last year. Oh. I did 2017. I made a huge deal of fat, the fact I was going to the gym on the 1st of January. And then when I was in the gym, the fire, like 10 minutes into the gym, the fire alarm and oh, no, evacuation no. alarm sounded. I was like, well, I've done my bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Did you, did you hear Jenny's got a, still got her, um, what is it, Tim? Heart thing. Yeah, probably want to put on Ah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, bad, not bad, not bad, not bad. Okay, so let me just hit pause and we can talk about Jenny's heart condition. Okay, so it turns out Jenny's fine, everyone. No need to panic. Everything's back to normal, hopefully. Love you, Jen. Better call her and make sure. Um, uh, the dingo story from before. Look, the long and short of it is... Uh, Dingo came on the beach and I was scared and I ran up onto the jetty and my friends stayed on the beach because they're morons. And there's a lot more Fraser Island shit, but now I can't be bothered talking about it. March flies, we had a March fly attack. Crabs, oh my God, the crabs are so disgusting. They made me gag. They look like gross big spiders. But I just, I feel like you've been listening now for almost, for over half an hour and it's really boring. So... Tune in next time where I don't know what I'm going to talk about because I've gone through a lot of content and uh, I don't know. <gasps> Maybe I go in and answer some of those anonymous questions. Maybe I do that. Also, I've gone off dick. I'm not onto vagina. I'm just not interested in like being a whore. I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh, God, I'm scared. <laughs>